This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Uh. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedron. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Adriana from uh, San Francisco Pet Care Center in Tarpon Springs, Florida. Here to answer your medical questions, your behavior questions about your pets at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Sonar at MFN, and he will put you on the air with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here live. Hey, how you doing? This is Matt Matera. I always like that. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Matera. <laughs> you can tell you're from the Northeast. That's right. <laughs> Once again, you are listening to Talkin' Pets. You can watch us on Facebook Live right now at Talkin' Pets Radio. So check us out and uh, give us a call with all your pet questions. This is Talkin' Pets. Talking Pets, we want to talk with you. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800. I'm John Patch. Dr. Adriana. And I'm Matt Matera. So joining us in a couple of minutes for um, a short interview with her, we're going to be speaking with Samantha Crow, the manager of science education for people for the pet, uh, for the ethical treatment of animals. That's PETA. And, um, you know, it's 2022, and you always wonder why kids are actually dissecting frogs and live animals i mean when i was in school we dissected i hate to even say it yeah. but they brought in cats oh. and, and they were pregnant cats oh my God. and that was back i don't even want to say but that was back in 1979 mm. and um so and the, and the weird part was after we got done with them that school smelled like formaldehyde Ugh. for almost two months mm-hmm. it was horrible yeah um, because I guess that's, you know, that's how they ship them and everything. And I, I just, you know, back then, I guess it was something, you know, 
I, I don't know, I don't want to say common, but it was something that they did. That they did. Like dissecting was really big back then on, on animals, yes. dead animals. Yes. But now there's other methods. Um, Models. That, yeah, mm-hmm. that kids can do, and it's it's you know just as good or better. But before we go to the interview with Samantha Crow, we have uh, I think it's Aaliyah in Tampa that has a question for you. Hi, Aaliyah. Hi, Aaliyah. How you doing? How are you? I'm doing good. great. How are you guys doing? Great. So good to. Um, I have a question. I'm baby. I'm babysitting uh, my friend's dog Annie. And um, over the past, like, several weeks, I don't know if it's allergies, but she sneezes quite a bit. In fact, like, when she first started, when I first heard her sneeze, I thought it was a human. <laughs> and um, But sometimes she aspirates uh, small blood droplets out of her nose. Is this not normal? What could it, it possibly is, be? Yeah, it is not normal. I mean, it's, clo- it's definitely some in- inflammation that's going on uh and it's called rhinitis and the blood can come from vessels that get you know dilated and caused because of the irritation um so the one thing is uh try to stop the the sneezing another thing is try to figure out why the sneezing is happening so i think that have you consulted with your veterinarian already i don't think he has yet but he he plans on doing that soon do dogs get regular allergies like humans do Yes, they can, and certainly, um, you know, of course, consulting with your vet, with his veterinarian. But I think that, um, you know, some if it's okay with the veterinarian giving them like uh, even over the counter Benadryl or any type of like uh, antihistamine like that, Benadryl, Zyrtec, uh, those type of antihistamines, they can be safe to pets. Uh, keeping in mind that sometimes they can cause. Um, and, you know, just like in people, like excitement instead of like getting them uh, to be calm, you okay. know. Okay. Yeah, that could be That's something. great advice. Well, thank you guys so right. much, and I'll absolutely. let them know. Yes, absolutely. Have a Thanks, good time. You too. That's Aaliyah thank up you. there in Tampa, Florida, listening uh, Beasley thank Broadcasting. Thank you for the question, yeah. And um, so, yeah, it's like that happens to me, though, too. When mm-hmm. I when I sneeze too much and say, I don't even have to have a cold, but if it, my nose gets like uh, mm-hmm. real dry... Um, and then all of a sudden you start sneezing and then yes. blood kind of comes out, but it's because my nose was so dry. Yes. So humans go through a lot of that too, I, I guess. Right. It can be just a simple allergy, but sometimes it'll be an underlying issue. So that way, that way is also, especially if there's blood, it's always good to consult with your veterinarian. More so like mm-hmm. that in older pets or in younger, or it doesn't matter? It's always um, no, it doesn't matter, but I, I think to see sometimes uh, in, in uh, dogs that have like a one side where they start like having a, like more hem- hemorrhage, and then unfortunately I have noticed that that's related to like cancer over time. You know, you can, you can see that as it starts like deforming, like that area starts getting like bigger and um, you know, of, of course the bleeding starts getting worse. Um, we do, uh, of co- that's why we always do x-rays and uh, um, scoping, those type of uh, diagnostics we run so that we can determine uh, underlying issues. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, in that in that realm of what you were talking about, mm-hmm. my, that happened with my sister. You know, she passed away five months ago, and mm-hmm. um, she, in her one eye, and it, she wasn't bleeding from the eye. It was like a, like a mucus was coming out of her mm-hmm. eye. Mm-hmm. Had no idea what it was. And then um, she ended up getting it checked. And then they found out that she had a tumor in her brain, and then from there they did more checking, and then they diagnosed her with lung cancer. Oh my God! Um, so my sister 
lived for about a year after that diagnosis. So it's like even something as minor or something weird um, like that, it is good to get it checked out um, with your pets. Because just like in humans, they have a lot of the same things we go through. Yes. So, um, yeah, I do highly recommend getting it checked because I I sometimes think if she knew before that time, Mm -hmm. maybe it would have been, you know, because I hear some of my sister was stage four, but I hear people that were stage four and they survive Mm -hmm. cancer. Um, and they go into remission, and um, but it wasn't that case for her, so maybe yeah. it was just too far along Probably. before she noticed. So the same thing with pets. I mean, if you see something that's beyond normal or beyond the character of your pet, dog, cat, whatever it may be, um, it is good to get it checked, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Don't just assume. Always check with your veterinarian. So when you do something like that and you do check up on them, one of the first things you do is like blood work, right? Mm-hmm. You do like a full panel. Yes, we t- we try to. Um, we have panels that we are our favorites depending on the age of a certain animal. Um, but for example, for an older dog, we do call it like a senior panel, and we check a whole like it's it's all like the complete blood count, you know, telling you if you have an infection, if you're anything. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then the the whole body chemistry, and we also also check uh, the thyroid uh, in the urine. Well, once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call if you've got a question about your pets, dog, cat, whatever you have, 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. Don't forget, you can watch us on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio, but we want to talk to you guys, so pick up the phone and give us a call. Again, 844-305-7800. Coming up, Samantha Crow, Manager of Science Education, for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, otherwise known as PETA. And uh, we're going to be talking about dissection in schools, so stay tuned for that. But once again, you are listening to Talkin' Pets. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back to Talking Pets. It's 2022. Why are children still cutting up frogs in class? Learn how PETA is helping schools by providing high-tech interactive dissection tools. Samantha Crow is the manager of science education for people for the ethical treatment of animals, otherwise known as PETA. 
She works directly with educators to replace animal dissection with interactive software and has helped PETA's Teach Kind program, which provides teachers with humane education materials to implement dissection choice policies through software donations to schools around the world. She also spearheads Teach Kind's dissection pilot program, has co-authored research papers in the American Biology Teacher Journal, and is a regular fixture at science education conferences around the U.S. Welcome on to the program, Samantha Crow. Thank you for having me. What's wrong with animal dissection? Animal dissection is outdated, cruel, and ineffective. It deters students from pursuing careers in science, it exposes students to carcinogens, and it is an inferior way to teach. PETA is opposed to dissecting animals because it's deadly for millions of animals every year, and we know that animals are not ours to use for any reason. Where do animals used for dissection actually come from? Every year, more than 10 million animals are used for classroom dissection in the, in the United States. Uh, these animals are often crudely killed, they're soaked in formaldehyde, then, and, and then shipped to schools to be dissected. These animals come from slaughterhouses, they come from their, their homes in the wild, and also they are bred by the millions in warehouses. How many animals are dissected each year? So every year, more than 10 million animals are used for classroom dissection in the U.S. So how is PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, working to end animal dissection? PETA has an array of campaigns to help end animal dissection. Uh, we work with educators and students to modernize teaching practices without using any animals. Our dissection pilot program is underway, and we work with administration on humane education policies. We also help students navigate opting out of animal dissection, and we donate digital dissection software to schools. What other options are there, and do they work as well? Oh, absolutely. So we actually just published a uh, systematic review paper in the American Biology Teacher Journal, um, and I was a co-author. And the, the review showed that in 95% of studies, students at all educational levels scored as well as or better in most cases when they use non-animal methods compared to animal dissection. Of course, medical schools no longer use animals for dissection, so clearly middle and high school students don't need to dissect animals either. Samantha, where can our listeners go for more information? Yeah, listeners can go to PETA.org slash dissection, which is our dissection headlines page. And there you will find action steps for students and for parents and for teachers. Um, listeners can also go to teachkind.org. TeachKind is PETA's Humane Education Division, and we are former educators who are here to empower students and parents to help make animal dissection a thing of the past. On TeachKind.org, we have myriad free worksheets, printables, lesson plans, empathy building curricula, and more. Samantha Crow, Manager of Science Education for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, thank you for joining us here on Talking Pets. Thank you for having me. And you are listening to Talking Pets. We want to talk with you, so pick up the phone and give us a call, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. So what do you think about that, Dr. O? I think it's um, great that we are not using pets in the classrooms like that anymore, or animals in general, like not, I'm not saying pets, but animals for vivisection. Um, because... Um, as I remember, and you remember as a kid, it was kind of 
personally, I've always have been, you know, very interested in, in loving of animals in general. And, and uh, as a kid, it can be very traumatic having to open an animal, and, and especially if you got to see that animal alive before it was euthanized or put down so that you can dissect on him, and that, that was awful. I, I remember, actually, when I was telling you earlier about the cats, which mm -hmm. was very odd, I thought. But, yeah. Um, and especially being pregnant cats. But that, I mean, I was at a private school, and the nun, you know, the sister nun uh, was so happy that we were actually having cats to dissect. And I, some of the kids didn't want to do it. No, of course not. Um, and I can't remember if what happened after that, but I do remember that. Um, some were doing the procedure while some were watching. Yes. Um, but it was just very bizarre back then. But being a kid, you didn't really think a lot about it at that time. But things have changed since then, um, especially getting older. You know how much how much your cats and all animals mean to you. Um, you just saw my cat Shadow, which, you know, I see that love out of her eyes when she looks at me. Granted, there's also that look of like, Give me a you know a treat. Give me a meaty morsel, which she's addicted to. Um, but you know, I just I just can't see using those animals, especially when technology has come so far. Absolutely, you know, a lot of these um, these models are made with such detail and intricacy. It ended up being a lot more interesting to to any kid because uh, they get to interact, they get to see more without that probably guilt or like feeling. Oh, the the negative feeling around doing uh, dissecting animal. Well, uh, we're going to go to Robert in just a second, uh, but he's got a question for you, Doctor. Um, so, Doctor, I'm going to go with Doctor A. Yeah. Because you're no longer Doctor O. I could go Doctor S, <laughs> but I think I'm just going to go with Doctor A. There you go. <laughs> so, so uh, we'll find out what he wants in just a second. But what's new in your life? Anything going on? Anything? Uh, wonderful. Well, I'm very happy where I am working currently at the San Francis Pet Care Center. Last uh, Saturday, we actually held a uh, blessing of a pet. About every October 4th, it's like every year around the world celebrated the, um, in the blessing of the pet, which was started by San Francis of Assisi. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So it was wonderful. The weather, of course, was absolutely wonderful. And uh, it was a good way to celebrate and to um, kind of put a, a spike of happiness after the hurricane that was so devastating in Florida. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. to see the after pictures. I mean, you know, I sat here waiting. That was going to be me here in Tampa. I knew I was going to lose everything. Yeah. Um, but then when it turned at the last minute, you know, it's like you feel happy for yourself, right. but then devastated for the people that are going to get it. And then the next day, it was just horrifying, um, actually, to see what happened down there. And um, and I, you know, and I still say it, said it last week, and I'll say it again. If you can donate to Red Cross, uh, you know, Red Cross, I think, is a great organization, redcross.org. I know they are taking donations to help the people out down there, but some people don't even have homes. Yes. There's just nothing left. But we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to come back with Robert. Uh, and Robert's in Florida. But uh, don't go away, Robert. We'll come back with you. But again, you're listening to Talking Pets, and we want to talk with you. Phone lines are open at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. I am going to play Name That Animal Sound as well in this hour. So if you can name the animal... 
you're going to win a prize. And I have new things now. I have the new little water bowls that, how would you describe those? Um, foldable, you know, they, you could travel with them anywhere for your pets, and they open up, and then you could put the water into them. And they have my logo on them and everything I have them made, so that's another choice that you could have. But hold on, we'll be right back with more Talking Pets, 844-305-7800. That's the number to call, and this is Talking Pets. For those fortunate to have experienced the deep bond and unconditional love of a companion animal, the death that follows can be one of the most difficult and misunderstood losses to go through. Many times, this devastating loss goes unrecognized and trivialized by family and friends, leaving grieving pet parents struggling to find healthy ways to cope with the loss. In And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal for healing the loss of a pet, Dr. Julianne Corbin calls attention to the difficulties unique to the loss of a beloved pet and provides an interactive and compassionate guide to help you process your loss and work towards coming to a place of peace and healing. For those interested in journal therapy and looking for a professionally written and compassionate resource to help understand and reconcile the grief associated with the loss of your pet, this book is for you. And I Love You Still, a thoughtful guide and remembrance journal by Julianne Corbin is now available for purchase on Amazon and other major book retailers. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. used at least one of her nine lives trying to ride out Hurricane Ian on the streets alone. According to the Tampa Police Department, two officers spotted the tiny animal alone and scared in the middle of Florida Avenue and Fletcher Avenue as Hurricane Ian bore down on the city. The officers welcomed the kitty into their patrol car and took her into the veterinary emergency group. Within an hour, the kitten found a family willing to give her a good home. They wanted to name the animal Ian but after learning she was a girl, they decided to call her Stormy. Reporting for Talking Pets, Dr. Adrian.
And you're listening to Talking Pets. Once again, give us a call at 844-305-7800. We're going to go out to Robert in Florida. Hey, Robert, how you doing? Hi. I'm doing fine. Good. Where are you at, Robert, in, in Florida? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm in Bradenton, Florida, and if that storm would have been um, 50 miles north uh, of where it hit, I would probably wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah. I'm right there with you on that one, Robert, because I'm in Tampa Bay, so uh, we produced the show out of Tampa Bay, and it's heard all over the country, but I sat here on my couch thinking I was going to lose everything, so it was tough, but I'm glad to hear that you're okay. Yeah, I've got my son living up in your area, and he was sweating it out, and uh, I'm so thankful that it didn't hit your area, because it would have been a total disaster. Yeah, when you look at the pictures of what happened to, you know, to Fort Myers and Naples, it's just, uh, it's breathtaking all in a bad way. Well, in a good way, I have a friend down there that uh, basically had his roof taken off and his business destroyed. But FEMA is coming in uh, and doing quite a wonderful job. Uh, initially, uh, they're giving him a $37,000, I, I don't know if it's a grant or a 1% loan for the business, and then uh, they're giving all kinds of uh, financial aid to those people that uh, are hit the worst. So, so they're going to be taken care of. Yeah, I'm actually in flood zone A, where my house is. I'm not on the water, but it's about a half a mile down the street from me. And um, so yeah. I, I pay quite a bit uh, to FEMA every year for flood insurance. But thankfully, yeah, it's I probably have never flooded. You in, in that area, in that area, it's probably cost you a couple thousand dollars a year, isn't it? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I, it's expensive. Every time I get the bill, I'm and like, Why? <laughs> yeah, I've never had a flood I've here. I hope qu- I never do. I've got a question on my cat. Sure. It's it's um, let's see, it's uh, ten years old. It's a uh, it's a uh, mostly Persian, um, absolute beautiful cat. Twenty five pounds gets combed every day. Everything's fine. Totally healthy. Eats the best foods. But the problem is he has developed uh, what's called an oil sack, and it's hanging uh, above his his, uh, left shoulder, so it's not really bothering him that much, but I just don't like the looks of it, and uh, I'd like to get him back to normal again. I just don't know what the procedure is on an oil sack, do they just stick a needle in it and drain it, or do they just cut it off and sew him up? Do you have any idea? Well, yeah, absolutely. So it could be both. Um, sometimes it could be drained, and, um, you know, you can actually get it better, and some of them will not come back that way. However, if it's uh, is surgically removed, is the best way to address it, because you're removing all the cells that are producing that oil, to begin with, so you can drain it, but it'll come back. So you re, w- while that, you remove it, that when you remove it surgically, it actually you're eliminating it for good. Okay, that's what I thought. I was, yes. he's looking for an operation. Do you have any idea, ballpark figure, of what a veterinarian would charge for a procedure like that? 
Um, that is, that varies because it goes by, you know, like you say, the age, how healthy they are. We typically like to make sure that they're okay to go under anesthesia. Um, it will be time, time base, how long the, how long the, the, uh, the surgeon thinks it's going to take. I don't think it takes that long, but I haven't seen your cat. So it will, it depends on how, whether it's wide or is it like, uh, it's, it might be filled up or, or is it like, just barely attached. I mean, sometimes it, depending on the shape of it, you know, you'll, the, the veterinarian will have to It has, it has a very narrow, um, yeah. stretched um, yeah. feed to the okay. to the globe. Very narrow, but, but then, of course, it, it's blossomed out into about the size of a ping pong ball. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's more yeah. Yeah, so, so I, would, I mean, yeah, I is there any idea? I mean, is it a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars? I would say around that range. I would say like on the thousand dollar range for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're okay. in the Tampa area, yes. since you're so close, Robert, um, maybe a procedure you could do at St. Francis. Yeah, I definitely do. Would like to take a look at your cat. Would love to. Now, yeah. now what is St. Francis? St. Francis Pet Care Center is where I work. She's the veterinarian so it's a there veterinary at Saint Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll write that down. Uh, very interesting show. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed listening to you. Thanks so much, Robert, and good luck. And hopefully, you get to see Dr. Adriana. Uh, you know, with your cat. Absolutely. I know how much you love your cat because <laughs> I'm the same way. My cats and my kids. Yeah, I love my cat. I mean, I inherited him from my father-in-law that passed away, and uh, wow. he was a college professor and and living in, in a real high-end retirement home. And uh, I used to take care of him every time they went out on cruises, and I just really fell in love with him. And my father-in-law was going on cruises all day. He says, well, would you like him? And I said, well, sure. And what a wonderful cat. I mean, absolutely. Mm. This is my fourth cat. Most of my cats have lived uh, anywhere from 17 to 21 years. So, um, Great. He's got a good, good care. He's got a, yeah, that's quite a while. He's got a good 10 years left, I'm sure. <laughs> good. I, and, yeah, I like Persians. I think they're really cool looking. Yes. What's your kitty's name? Yeah. Pardon me? What's your, what's your cat's name, Robert? Missy. Messy. Messy. <laughs> Messy. Well, M-I-S-S-Y. I don't know yes. why he named her that, but that's, that was her name, so that's what I call her. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robert, I'm glad you're okay from uh, Hurricane Ian, and also, um, you know, a shout-out to your cat, and I hope it all goes well. But if you're in the Tampa area, like I said, so you, since you're so close, you know, Dr. A could perform that procedure for you as well. So, um, you know, check her out, all St. Right. Francis Pet Care. Pet Care Center. Pet Care Center. So thanks, Robert. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. That's Robert out there in uh, Florida and down in uh, Bradenton, probably listening on WWPR down there. And uh, if Val's listening, my, my bunny girl, Val, that's what I call her. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're okay. I was like, I was emailing her to make sure she was okay because she was in Sarasota. So, you know, it's, it's weird what you said, though, with that uh, ping pong ball. Uh-huh. I had that on my elbow. On my yep. right elbow, and I I work all day long at my desk. I hardly ever leave, and I'm constantly putting my elbow on on the, on the desk. And all of a sudden, it blew up, and I could f- it was gross, and I could feel it was like a ping pong ball, but it was all full of like liquid. 
And so I ended up going to an orthopedic surgeon, and he did put, and he said the same thing that you said, and this is on the human level versus with the cat. He says, I can drain it, but there's a good po- probability it's going to come back. Mm-hmm. He drained it. I'll tell you, he took out a big fat vial full of like, mm-hmm. it, I don't even want to say what it looked like. It was disgusting. Yeah. Um, and so then all of a sudden, sure enough, about a month later, it came back. And then this time he took it, took it, uh, um, took it out again, drained it. But then this time he gave me a cortisone shot. Mm-hmm. And I did not get it back yet. And I hope I never do. Okay. <laughs> so... Good luck with your kitty, Robert. When we come back, we have uh, another call from Giovanni, so don't go away. You're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Adriana. And I'm Matt Matera. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. I'll try to get to that animal sound for the contest, but if we don't, we don't. But um, actually, by the way, Robert, if you call back and you speak with Sonar, 844-305-7800, I want to send you some treats by Vitacraft, and I want to send you the meaty morsels for your cat. We'll absolutely love it. This is Talking Pets. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. You're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Adriana. My name is Matt Matera. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 844-305-7800. Out to Bradenton, Florida and Giovanni. Hey, Giovanni, you got a question for Dr. A? Hi, Giovanni. Giovanni. Do we have Giovanni? Giovanni! Okay, well, put him on hold and see if... Uh... Oh, no. No, I put, I put that on hold. And um, so we'll see what happened to Giovanni. But... 844-305-7800. That's the number to call. And our, our Facebook went down, too. Oh. Like, weird. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Sad. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> I don't We're, see Giovanni anymore. No. He wasn't there. No. He might have ran to the bathroom. Because normally, if they hang up, you get a dee 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 mm. We didn't get that. So, he, I think, right. he, I, I don't know where he went. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe he'll call back. Call back, Giovanni. 844-305-7800. That's the number to call. 844-305-7800. We want to talk to you, of course, about your pets. So pick up the phone if you've got a, a question about the health or you got a question about uh, training. Pick up the phone and give us a buzz. And we want to talk about your pets. I may have to skip on the contest this hour. Uh, people call in with questions, which is always good. Questions come first. So, um, But we'll play some games uh, later, 844-305-7800. So we're going to go back to Giovanni. He's in Bradenton. And, hey, Gio, how you doing? Hey, good. 
Pretty good. How are you guys? Hey, uh, you talk about nosebleeds on dogs. Well, mine had it starting the beginning of 2020, and uh, I, he had the rhinoceros treatment, which is a scope, and they basically yeah, misdiagnosed it as an infection. It wasn't. So mm-hmm. I played around with that down in Sarasota, and then I, uh, my vet recommended another place uh, up in Tampa, and they, uh, they ran a full-body CAT scan, a CT on them, and they picked it up. It was nasal uh, hemosarcoma. Hemosarcoma, and, uh, they uh, they zapped them with the radiation, uh, stereotactic radiation, radiation therapy. You got mm-hmm. uh, three of those, and they've got some duro rub box in uh, chemo, and uh, it fixed them, and he, he was cancer-free for uh, two years. That's Up until just recently, happened. when it started to grow back, and he's got zapped oh. again with the radiation. Right now, that was the beginning of September. Right now, he's recovering, but there's only How one o- place in town around here that does it yeah. in Tampa. How old it is he? saved his life. How old is the dog? The, uh, he's right now. He's he's still be thirteen. He was eleven. Just turned eleven when he got back in the, in the September twenty twenty. Is when he a he, small uh, breed or a large That's breed? when he started. Huh? Is he a small breed or a large breed dog? The Catabola. Cata. Uh, half Catahoula and half American Bulldog. Okay. It was a gangbang rescue. They kept him chained up on a porch. I got him when he was Aww. five. Well, thank you for rescuing. No, he's a good dog. He got even with him, though, mm. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's a good dog. He's good with people. And uh, but uh, that was his yeah. only cure. It's either that or trying to give him that union bio and I bleed Unibio. stuff, you know, the mm-hmm. stuff for uh, when you get get hit yeah. or something or shot. And uh, that would have just prolonged his agony. So the only way to do it properly was uh, the radiation. The radiation, and, uh, yes. Yes, that is probably Fetch. That you went yeah, to? correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Great people. Yeah, they um, uh, yeah, they've yeah. done a full so, body CAT scan. They Dr. Rattery picked it up right away. Yep. And now uh, the place. Yeah, the, the other Dr. Merkel is a good. She just took over and she's doing them right now. But yeah. he just got the. It, came, it grew back because they they did another CT scan. You can see it was nasty looking attached to the skull, and he did, had another week. Back in the beginning of September and this year, and uh, looks like he's recovering now. So it may get him another year, hopefully. Yeah. But, uh, yeah Thirteen years he's old. Got two years. Been, and, yeah. Yeah. He's he's yeah. Well, he's still he's, he's in good shape though. I give him, give him, you know, take care of him. Well, apparently you must. And, I mean, gets you, you rescue you rescue yeah, him. I give him you, quality food. So. You give him quality care that's too. That's so that's thanks good. for that. Good that you were able to do yeah. it. You know, a lot of people cannot. But yeah, the rhinoceros did. They just misdiagnosed it as an infection with the rhinoceros the scope, oh, and that was. Gosh. I wish I, I, I should have, I should have. I wish I knew about that place sooner because they, they it, that's where to go. Because you got to really do a full a CT scan to pick up anything. The CT scan, yeah. And, you start know. with your X-rays and everything, but the CT scan is the way to go in terms of diagnosis. Yeah, the X-rays. Uh, they did the X-rays. They did the scope, and uh, you can see it was a. You know, misdiagnosis, basically. Well, that's it's so much has changed in the veterinary world because now there's specialists for everything mm-hmm. that you know. So um, yeah, your, correct, your yeah. vet can always refer you to a you know a good specialist. So that's that's good that you know yeah. you found the place to go to. Well, yeah, you know, our hearts yeah. our hearts go yeah. out to you with that. We know how hard that is. I mean, anybody going through any kind of pain with their pets, I mean, and it's 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 hard. There are kids, you know, and yeah. we put a lot I know. of time. I got two other rescues too them. that that. We're headed to, they were, you know, they're, they're younger. They got a younger one, and then they got a middle one, and then they got the old guy, which is the one that had the problem. But they, they kind of, 
they kind of want him to stick around, so they kind of get look at me funny when he when I take him up there for treatment. They kind of give me dirty looks. Where's he going? Where's he going? And I got three cats yeah, and their exactly. rescues. I same thing happens when one has to go to the vet for a reason. The other two are kind of like, and it's weird too. And yeah. I know in the cat world it's a little different, but when the cat comes back from the vet, the other two don't want to go near him for about two days. They smell other cats and yeah. animals, and all they do is hiss at them. But dogs don't seem to do that. Dogs seem to be okay when the no, they they home. jump on them. They uh, go crazy when he comes back, especially when I drop him off up there. That's yeah. Kinda... Well, good luck with everything yeah, on that's... that, Giovanni. And you know, we wish Thank you the you, best. Thank you, Giovanni. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your experience. You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Take care, Thank Giovanni. Stay on the line too and speak with uh, yeah. with uh, Sonar. I'm going to send you okay. a bottle of SCOE 10X. It's a great odor eliminator, just in case with the three dogs you need to use it on. You can use it on anything, but it's great for pets, of yeah, course, okay. too. So stay okay, on the line, and I'll send good. you a bottle of that. That's Giovanni out there in Bradenton, Florida. And uh, once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. 844-305-7800 is our number. Same pet time, same pet channel on your favorite radio station. But I'm John Patch. Dr. Adriana. I'm Matt Matera. Spay and neuter your pets and help control that pet population. And uh, if you are going to adopt a pet, just like Giovanni did, go to your rescue group or your shelter and please adopt one from there. Thanks for joining us here on Talking Pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.